coming to you from the DTC. This is Ocean Drives with Jeffrey Herbert. It's sad, but I'd rather sleep in a car bed. Graham Briggs. What am I supposed to say? Stop making fun of my nubs? And Alex Ball. Power wagon. <laughs> this just makes me laugh. And now your host, Jeffrey Herbert. Hey, gearheads. Welcome to another episode of OCN Drives. I'm here, Jeff. I'm Jeff Herbert, and I'm with Graham Briggs and Alex Ball, usual crew. At the knobs, we have Josh as our producer. Josh, thanks for leaving the door unlocked today so that we could get into the studio. Nobody got fired. Not yet, at least. It's a miracle. It is. It is. This podcast is brought to you by OurCommunityNow.com, where you can hear more on our thoughts on cars, culture, uh, the community, and more. Also, if you like what you're seeing here, don't forget to hit like and subscribe with the little bell. So yeah. That way... Well, they can like the channel, but make sure to hit the, that bell for the alerts. So whenever yeah. we got something new coming out. We understand it's not a knob, but bells are almost just as good. Bells yeah. are almost just as good for alerts. So Yeah, definitely. Well, Graham, shall we get cracking? Let's do it. All right. Yeah. Is that pink? Are you, are you drinking a pink lemonade? Mm. It doesn't taste lemonade-y, but um, it's called Humble Buddies. It's called a Foggy IPA. Uh, it's got uh, Galaxy and Eldorado and Citra hops. The thing that makes it pink is it's got hibiscus in it. So for you, you know, health heads out there, it's got some nice stuff in it. But well, I would it's say pretty tasty actually. I would it smells good. And I would make a comment on it, but I drive a Miata, so I will reserve all of my commentary. <laughs> I do like the branding though. Very nice. Yeah. It looks very tasty. What do you have? That is just the standard Mountain Living Pale Ale by Crazy Mountain. Mm, Breweries, good. if you're out there, we're out of beer. So if you want to send some our way, we'll happily drink some on our yeah, show. We can we'll talk about okay. it. And, and we'll talk, talk about, about it, it too. Yeah. Talk about it. Speaking of uh, talking about things, that's why you guys are here today to talk about cars. And today we have a pretty interesting episode coming up. Yes. Um, this episode is the Colorado car episode, yeah. if you don't know. We are located here in Denver, and oftentimes people come up to us and ask, you know, hey, Graham, hey, Alex, what's a great car to buy if you are moving to Colorado? Yeah. So we figured Get we might that speak all the to time. But the problem, before I jump into this, and we'll probably see this, but one of my things is we've selected cars are like daily driver, adventure driver, and fun driver for the Colorado living. Mm -hmm. Um one thing though is we didn't put a price limit on it, so I do have one car that's pretty expensive. No, I and I tried to keep and my it, other cars. I, I kept, kept pretty good. I kept it pretty reasonable, and except for one, Jeff kind of was all over the place. Uh, but well, I picked one expensive one, it's, one yeah. reasonable one, and yeah. one middle of the uh, road, my, like a rational human being. I, 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 actually, I actually might be the worst because just the three cars I picked are all kind of just like expensive in the middle yeah they're like <laughs> which yeah, means they're that i might be more expensive than all of you <laughs> well I, I no my we... my one car is easily the most expensive all right well let's get into let's this. get into what it and we'll, decide. Graham, Graham, we'll, we'll start with daily driver what daily driver all right if mine. you had to drive a car every day in colorado every day in colorado rain or shine yep and remember colorado is terrible snow like, we're living in it right now yep. what's your car 
Uh, mine is the Range Rover Sport. Yeah. Now this isn't the full-on Range Rover because the I I do like the full-on Range Rover, but it's a, it's a little much for me and it's a little too show buddy. And like I was saying, I wanted to give a <laughs> reasonable. It's still pretty. It's up there. It's like sixty-eight. Um, is 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 the the price starting at point for it? Um, but it's got a great traction control system. Um, it's got you know a pretty decent. It's not the best engine-wise, but you're going to go with the sport over that, uh, over the regular Range Rover, because you're going to get a little bit more sport performance in it. Are you concerned that it's going to break? <laughs> no, I'm actually, I'm not concerned about this one. I'm, I'm concerned more about like Discovery or like the, their new ones that they have, like the Evogue mm-hmm. and the Evolera. I don't even know what the other one's called, but the Velar. Yeah, the Velar. Yeah, that's right. Um, but those two, like, I'm, I'm a little bit worried. Sure, electrical issues, but I mean, the Range Rover and Range Rover Sport have been out for so long. Two big things, though. It has an activity key, which, oh. with for people that lose their keys all the time, me. Um, a great thing is it's got a wristband that looks like a Fitbit mm-hmm. that is the key. Oh, that's cool. It's like a watch. It's an optional It's oh, an optional that thing. That would be a sweet yeah. key fob yeah. for a yeah. car company to it's do would, so, be, would be a watch yeah, as your right? key. That would be like something a Ferrari would do. Or like, like your a, key fob is now a $100,000 watch. Or well. like Maybach or like <laughs> yeah. well, those super oh, that would Rolls be such Royce. A Ro- yeah. Rolls Royce baller thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here's your watch that also starts your car. Right. Ooh, yeah. And oh. like the, the other things that I really like about it is like obviously – I mean, it's proven, Range Rover is proven for, you know, adventurous stuff. It's got a great four-wheel drive system. It yeah, also, you're going to be totally fine in car. It also warm. A, it's yeah. got a nice cabin. It's not, like, super luxurious. It's not as luxurious as a Range Rover, but it's got a nice-looking cabin. It's not too crazy with the electronic stuff, um, although you can do a lot of things with it. So mm-hmm. I, I think it's 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 easily one of the top um Daily drivers. What's its uh, what's its gas mileage over there, Graham? Well, the gas mileage. Hey, Alex, this is this podcast <laughs> supports miles per gallon, not miles per gallon. Okay, so it's not the best, but I would also say if you go for the just the regular SE, which is the model, either the uh, they have three basic, they have six total models, but the best one I would say for gas mileage is the SE, obviously, um, and I think you get mid twenties. On highway, it says, it says twenty-two city, twenty-eight highway. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that that gets you above the gas tax, and that's why, which is all yeah. you really need in life. But <laughs> if you get the, I think if you get the either the, the, the dynamic, wow, I cannot speak today, the dynamic one or the autobiographical dynamic, whatever they call all of these vehicle uh, trims, um, it will go over. I think it'll go under. I think it's like 18 and 26 or That's something like that. Fine. So it's still pretty good. Better um, than an F-150. Yeah, exactly. All right. All right, Jeff, what's your daily? One car, Colorado, terrible weather sometimes. What are you picking? Well, because it's the obvious choice is the E63 wagon. Yeah. I think for all of us. Yeah. I mean, yes, but and that makes for a boring that. podcast, so we're not going to talk about what that car, it, although we love it. Today. Daily driver, though. Yeah, daily, daily driver? driver? Yeah. Yeah, okay. so I picked a cop out and went with the Audi RS6 Avant. <laughs> <laughs> the direct competitor. Yeah, Got it. exactly. Okay. Just the Audi version. Of <laughs> yeah. It. You're a cheater. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But I think it's a legitimate, still a legitimate choice. It's like 600 horsepower station wagon. Great Colorado car. Yeah. It's got the... 
proven quattro system. Yeah, it's in it. people like yeah. to call tons it, of room. It's quattro weather right now. Mm, it is very much quattro yeah. weather, which just makes me angry when I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, it's it's good looking. It's uh, it's going to be great to drive in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the car is going to be sweet. It's ultra powerful. So what's what's the is it above five hundred horse? Yeah, I think it's right there, right? I think it's like oh, yeah. six hundred. It's it? it's five hundred ninety one horse. So and, it's uh, zero to sixty in three point four seconds. This is our daily driver, so. guys, not the fun driver or the adventure driver. <laughs> yeah, this is just daily. a regular Listen, daily can, driver. You can drive this year round. It works in the snow. Huh? <laughs> I, that or maybe just all four tires were spit instead hey, of the two tires. I'm all about these cars. I like that. Exactly. I think that's a solid choice. What's its gas mileage? Do you know? Ah. Uh, Bury your right foot and you don't care. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. When Jeff, when Jeff's driving, you're going to get below uh, 12 mpg. Uh, likely the case. Yeah, There's nothing wrong with that either. Pa- I mean, petroleum engineers love me yeah. because I keep them in business. That's for sure. At least for now. I almost but, chose an electric vehicle for uh, this daily driver or I a hybrid, hybrid vehicle. Listen, I thought I was like, you know what, Tesla. As much as we hate them and they can't fix their car. They do get like 120 miles to the gallon. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna go with that's the Merce- pretty nice. I was gonna go with the the Mercedes. I think it's a GLC. Oh, not the Taycan. Oh, no. Oh, I almost went to Taycan for my. Fun that would be a good daily driver because I think it's too low, and you it's like you have to remember low. things like like speed bumps. Like if your car is gonna have issues yeah. with speed bumps, it's not a daily driver. Right. <laughs> you got to be able to hit a speed True. bump and be fine. Yeah, and I think daily driver for me, I need a little bit more like. I need more than just a, a race know, car. Well, I just need more than just a small car. I, yeah. I you need something that, if it's going to be a daily you go to the grocery store. Daily driver, yeah. you need a little bit more than that. So, yeah. All right. Okay, Alex. Alex what's yours? Um, Drop it. I kind of cheated. I have two. One is my actual answer, but it's because of my size. So my my actual answer, if I could fit in it, would be a WRX STI. Okay. I think okay, that's, that's just. Fair. I think one. that's just. It's the most fun car in the winter. It's fun in the summer. It's just it's just a street legal rally car, which right. is which is what sometimes it feels like when you're driving to Colorado. Is you're in a rally. That's very true. <laughs> so so the WRX, I would be in one right now probably. That was like my first choice b- before my Ford, um, and I just was too tall, which was a bummer. So because I can't fit in the WRX, my daily driver choice is an Audi R8. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Interesting two Audis. I love the R8. First, There's a big a, price difference there, bud. Yeah, there is. <laughs> yeah, I know, There's right? There's about $120,000 yeah, price difference. Yeah, yeah. There's a big price difference, and this is my most expensive car on my list. Is it R- it, R8, is it, it's got, is, it's Quattro drive. It's Quattro. Yeah, you can yeah. get a rear-wheel drive one, yeah. although that one was special edition, yeah. which would be the most baller one to own, Yes, but then wouldn't be my daily driver choice. Right, because then I was like, But yeah, yeah. This, people drive these things year-round, and yeah. everyone's like, they're great in the snow, so it's just like... Why, the, why wouldn't I want a Is this car? a new model year? Are they doing a total yeah, revamp on they, it? This they did like a, it's kind of like what Toyota does with the Tacoma. They did yeah. like a refresh. Uh-huh. Where it's like the body styling changed a little bit. They made some improvements to the engine. People say the transmission on the new one is unbelievable. Like mm. just like the best transmission people have ever touched. Like the dual, it's a dual clutch mm-hmm. flappy paddle, and people are like, you can't even like process how fast it's shifting. Like it's just unbelievable. Yeah, is so, it? Uh, do you know how many speeds it has? Is it an eight or a nine speed? I believe it's a nine speed. Nine speed. Yeah, all of them are going nine speeds. Now, it's just for just, it's yeah. for fuel efficiency. It's, it's it's for fuel efficiency and it's for top speed. Yeah, because you need you need nine gears. 
for it to be drivable to do 200 miles an hour. Well, and that's what I'm saying is like these these cars, like that car can be a daily driver when you get to a nine speed. Because yeah. A, you and, can do the different modes, mm -hmm. but you can also, if you wanted to, you can do the paddle shifts and be able to control. Like all these cars now have economy mode or like yeah. whatever mode, which is like, um, it's just making sure that those shift changes happen sooner. Yeah. So that you're not but yeah, I mean, if I had all the money in the world, yeah. I mean, maybe if I had all the money, I probably wouldn't pick an R8 because it's kind of like the budget supercar. <laughs> <laughs> but I, maybe I'd get a nicer one. But yeah. but it would be a great winner beater. Oh my God. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if I was a millionaire and yeah. I was like, oh, I don't want to get my nice cars bad. Just take the R8. <laughs> well, and that's, I mean, the, this is the other thing that you were, you alluded to with my Range Rover uh pick um i think audis you can easily get them fixed too like yeah. the ability to get them fixed and like anytime maybe, i've ever maybe not so much the r8 well yeah okay <laughs> okay the r8 might be a little bit but yeah. what i'm trying to say is like yeah. the likelihood that you're gonna have that in for more than a but, week in the shop yeah but being able to drive a nat naturally aspirated v10 every day I mean, that, shine. that would bring a smile. To, like, oh, yeah. You, oh, yeah. Uh, Be unbelievable. I would want to get up in the morning yeah, that exactly. and get out of that. See, so that's, I, I might argue that the RS6 Avant might be just as fast, listen, especially up here altitude. It's not going to be as fast. And I can pick up more girls than you because I have four more seats. It's true. No, I'm not I'm not arguing you. We've already, at least Jeff and I already agree, our, the correct daily diver choice is the Mercedes AMG E63 S wagon. Yes. But we decided no one can pick that because that's just our answer. Uh, yeah, that's Maybe fair. not Graham's. No, no, no. I, I Obviously, I, but, I love yeah, that we, car. We, we all just think a fast station wagon is not only just really functional, but hilarious. Yeah. And part of your, if your daily driver can make you smile every day, then you're in. Then you're in. Exactly. Yeah. No, I actually think that's hard. I think Graham has the best choice for daily driver. I like that we didn't tell each oh. other. Mm -hmm. I think his is the most practical, and mine's the least practical, and you're perfectly in the middle. It's kind of funny how that think, worked out. I think yours is perfectly <laughs> yeah, in the middle. Have, I think if we I... Have, we have a little bit of a... If I redid it, I would definitely go more towards Jeff's, but I also see... <laughs> I also would Since love to have an R8 up, as a Sitting up driver. high is nice because that's a big difference between our three cars. Yeah. I mean, that's huge for yeah. – and the big thing is like I think all three of our manufacturers do a really good job right, technology-wise. We got to keep going. So it's let's good. move on to our adventure vehicle. Um, I'll start because Graham started last time. And again, I kind of cheated – because everyone knows my answer for an adventure would just be the power wagon, mm. which is what I'm going to buy. That is my next car, just nice. period. Um. But something which is also my next vehicle is if I had to choose one adventure vehicle, it would actually be BMW's 1250 GS, which is a motorcycle. It's their, you know, it's basically the power wagon of motorcycles. Right. <laughs> it's, it a, it's an accurate description of what it is. It's huge. It's like, and I want the adventure version, which is the eight gallon tank, which is Massive. That's like how much gas Jeff's Miata takes. Yeah, pretty it's much. True. Yeah, almost. <laughs> it can go about 550 miles on a single gas, wow. which is insane. Awesome. Which is why it's called the Adve Adventure. It's also an elephant. Like it's like riding an African elephant. Is how big it is. I've test driven one, and I've, I've test driven the non-adventure one, which is just like you know, it's only like five gallons of gas, like only. Um, there's, there, it's like two different bikes, just the weight difference. I think the adventure with a full tank of gas is over 600 pounds Wow! with no rider on it and no extra gear on it. Like it's like, it's a serious big bike, but that would, that would be my number one adventure bike because that, that, that is the vehicle, probably one of the only vehicles made 
today that is literally designed to take you anywhere in the world. Yeah. You can take this motorcycle anywhere, and people have proven it. Like we have the it's true. Ewan McGregor yeah. long yeah. way around uh, yeah. and down show where they took these. They had eleven fifty GSs, right. which were yeah. the old ones. Yep. They they drove those things through just the worst environments ever, and the bikes were like, "Let's do it." They flooded those bikes like ten times, and they were just like, "Pump the water out, start it up, good to go." <laughs> so it's well, like they're bulletproof. And and I mean, there is something about being in the open air here in Colorado too. Oh, I mean, motorcycling like in Colorado is not great right now. It's kind of, well, it might be fun in the GS. Yeah, well, I <laughs> mean, if you can find true. dry dry roads, yeah. But I boy, guess my, you limit yourself when you ride a motorcycle to it, summer. All which night. is why it's not my daily driver. Oh, <laughs> I, I wouldn't say it's my adventure driver. I wouldn't even say summer only. I think you're just missing out or one fall. season. Yeah. You're missing out I maybe rode, four I rode, months. I rode my motorcycle less than two weeks ago, and I guarantee. By, Don't worry. By mm. Saturday, I will be back on my motorcycle. Uh, which is the best part there, of Colorado. But just wait for the next three months, you know, end of December into January, February, and March. I'm it's going to be rough. Likelihood that you can drive that. It's going to be rough. Drive. Hey, my BMW dealership promised me, they're like, you're going to love Colorado. As long as you're willing to deal with the cold, you're going to be on it every month, which and, I was like, perfect. I mean, yep, you're 300 days of sunshine, so that's yeah. no melt. All right, All right Jeff. Jeff. Okay, time for my adventure vehicle. Graham, you're going to grimace a bit. Mm-hmm. But I actually chose the Lexus GX 460. Do you hate? I don't me? even know what that is. You don't. I don't. I don't, I don't hate. Is. I don't hate you. Okay, so the GX 460 is the American version of the uh, the um, Toyota Prado, I believe, in Australia, mm-hmm. which I think is built on a Forerunner chassis. So it's essentially a Lexus Forerunner. Yeah. It is. Oh, so it has the off road capability. Look at that, look at that grill. Of the Forerunner, and it's also going to be extremely luxurious Mm -hmm. um, and extremely reliable. So I think I'm going to choose that even over... You said this was your adventure and not your daily driver. (laughs) Yeah, this is my adventure. I want to be comfortable while I adventure, and I don't want want a Range Rover um, while I do it because I don't want to have to worry about, like, air suspension. Yeah, that's the stuff that scares me is, like, air suspension. Like, I, like... Remember when I drove that Ram 1500 mm-hmm. that had the four corner air suspension? Yeah. Like, God, this is the nicest thing ever. And I really want to buy this truck. But I was like, this is going to be a nightmare if one of these bags breaks. Like, yeah. especially yeah. from like a company that's just getting into air suspension. Like yeah. every Mercedes that's nice enough, they do have some that aren't air suspension, but at least like the nice Mercedes are all air suspension. Right. And there are plenty of horror stories from Mercedes owners who are like all four corners of my air suspension broke. Mm, (laughs) It's like $10,000 to fix. So it's like air suspension is expensive. It's nice to see that more and more companies are using it. The Tesla truck has air suspension. All, all the really nice Teslas have air suspension. So it's like the more companies start to use air suspension, the cheaper it's going to get. And it's not going to become less premium, which is awesome because air suspension is awesome. It just really is. It's, it's so more versatile than, yep. than spring suspension. It's just not pretty much never going to be as good as spring suspension on like a racetrack. That's just yeah. not what it's been for. Right. But like daily driving, even off-road. Although, although Cadillac's shown that, I mean, they've done some of that stuff and Ferraris use it. They've yeah. used some magnesium, whatever. Yeah. It's not the air, but it's the you same. Magnetic ride, ride control. Magnetic ride. Yeah, no, magnetic even ride. Some but the, the, even some of the Ferraris and stuff have air sus- suspension. and But a lot of it is more for like a gimmick purpose of like, 
Well, my Ferrari can't get into my driveway because it has a weird <laughs> well, slip. Oh, or oh. my Ferrari can't get over a speed bump. So they have suspension to lift, lift it the, up. Over. Lift the front up yeah, so because the front's down. Yeah, all, so, all supercars now. That's a trend in supercars. Just like we you, have the You basically have thing. to do it. Cause, yeah. Well, I think one of the reasons that they do do it is to kind of get away from like the you can't actually drive these cars. Huh, you said do do. Yeah. <laughs> like you can't. It's just it's just a, I think it's just a, a good way that supercar manufacturer says, hey, you can drive this car. Right. Like, yeah. All the time where it's like without even without being able to get over a speed bump. Your car's like worthless. Well, that's always <laughs> been that's always been one of the things with the yeah. supercars is like we they tune their suspensions yeah, and it's so, so hard for a track and all this other stuff. Again, going back to like those different ride um, things mm. with the manuals, uh, with the transmission, it, it allows just for more use. All right, Graham. All right, what um, is your adventure vehicle? My adventure vehicle is a 911 Turbo S. Oh, and the rally that's one? That's your adventure vehicle? Yes, this is my adventure vehicle. That's why I said what, this What is, kind of adventures are you going on? Uh, I'm going on Grand super Tilly. fast. I'm going to get Grand to where Tours. I need to. I need that's to get, a legitimate adventure, no. going on a GT. I'm going to go oh, to a... He's go. going to the golf course. <laughs> True. No. I don't know if I could even fit a bag in the back. Oh, what are you talking about? I All of those cars are specifically designed I don't know. to fit one golf bag. If, I, if, <laughs> if I, you've I, ever watched videos on any supercar or high performance car they almost always say you can fit a golf bag in yeah, i don't know here. maybe you can. which is terrible it's a terrible but thing my, my thing with the adventure vehicles i want to get to point a to point b he's a different as fast as possible it's a different adventure you and i yeah, want to go off road and, and grand tour driving yeah. across america driving across europe nice roads that's that's a different adventure i mean it's it does have i mean it Porsche does have good uh, traction control and other things too. So I think I could even drive this in the snow too. I don't think I could drive mm. it in a lot of snow because it, of the is ride it all, height. All wheel drive. It's all real. It's okay. all wheel drive. Or it has like uh, the whatever the torque vectoring and the traction management system. Yeah, I think yeah, the ride height tires are going to kill you. The ride height would be the thing that would kill you because it's basically out. you're going to bottom out every single yeah. time. But I mean, it's got all, all the technology. What I really like about Porsche is they use all their smarts and their brains and their engineers into making uh, little tweaks to make things better. It's this evolution over a period of time. Yeah, so, no, I mean, we know how much you love Porsche. I know. I mean, we love Porsche, too. Porsches are great. They're kind of, kind of the, like, too good situation. They are the, like, too good. The only thing just, I, I would... Because s- they've had that slow evolution and they haven't dramatically changed right. what a Porsche is. Yeah. It's just like dialed in they're just like this is what a good porsche is and everyone's like yep this is yeah. a great porsche yeah i mean <laughs> like, i no was, one disagrees i was gonna go with my more of my custom and like go with a singer but that's way more expensive than yeah. what this is and this is almost 200 <laughs> so yeah. i'm just gonna say that right now i like that I, I, I really like how different our cars have been so far i know right? it's I been know. really Je- our adventure vehicles are pretty similar jeff and i power wagon and and your lexus it's they're off-road vehicles they're not they're good uh, on-road good yeah. off-road graham just decides he wants to go on a graham tour yeah exactly <laughs> hey tour. you know what but hey to the I golf course okay with it. Yeah, yeah to the <laughs> the long way to well, castle pines yeah to the golf course also you can take this quickly from point a to point b and you're good yeah it's true it would be a great car for a long road trip yeah I often fantasize about driving one of these through I like don't the hills know of New Mexico. If a Porsche would be great for a long road trip. They're small. What? Are you kidding me? They're this so small. I think I think Sacrilege. a 911 would be, but I think a, like a 
I think if you go into any other other models, you might be maybe the take on. I would be happy to take like. Oh, I guess yeah, you could take SUV. the SUV. Yeah, yeah, those would be great. I don't, I, I don't think nine elevens are so small. That was my. I don't think it would be a good. That was my toss up. So that was my toss up between probably Porsche a SUV. That's what. There's a reason why all the cars that have GT on them, they're all big. Like even the Ferrari GTs, mm. the Lamborghinis that have GTs on them, like the Mercedes that have GTs on them, they're all big, long kind of. They're still sports cars, but True. they're 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 so they're like twice the size of a of a nine eleven. There's a reason for that because when you're sitting like this for eight hours, like, hey, I you don't... should be thankful you're sitting like that. Listen, when I want to go, well, sure, I... no, let, let, let me get this straight. If someone says we need you to drive this yeah, exactly yeah. Yeah. to to yeah. Texas yeah. for twenty hours, right? I'm, I'm not saying no. All I'm saying is I only want to be with like a couple people. I don't want to be with like a big SUV where a bunch of people is going to go on my adventure. <laughs> I don't like people. Good. It can be me and you. Yeah, exactly. Your car probably... selection is based on how many seats are in it. Just wait. Just wait until my next car selection. <laughs> I almost he's, went. He's with... going to get the 911 with the rear seat delete. Yeah, I almost went yes. with the one, <laughs> the one seater. And you would complain about it. Therefore, this is probably a good time to announce that we're looking for a new host. Oh, <laughs> oh I see how it is. Just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. We fired Graham. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. Yeah. All right. Just let's kidding. finish it off. Okay, guys. Graham, kick it off. What is your fun car? If Ooh. you could have one car in Colorado yep. and you can ignore the weather and it's like, you know what? Maybe you only take it out once a month because of how shitty it is sometimes. What's your car? Uh, this is my most sensible car, I think. Um, this is a uh, Corvette more, C8. It's more, Ooh, you, think, C8 you think the Corvette. C8 is more sensible than your Range Rover? Yes. <laughs> the car that can drive you yes, I agree. When, when I say more sensible, I mean, like, uh, first of all, uh, dollars. dollars yeah. And then let's it's also. It's the one that you true. might be able to afford. Let's talk about this. Because your, your 2020 Range Rover there starts at about 80 or something. No, the Range Rover Sport starts like at 60, 68, 69, so that's 70, somewhere eight in that grand more. Then that's, yeah. that's eight grand more than a C8. That's more sensible. <laughs> wow. And more sensational. Yeah. Uh, mine thing is that, yeah, a C8. That's a good it's, choice. It's a, fun, it's a fun car, obviously. We've talked about it a lot. On Everyone's this. talked about it a lot. So, I mean, I can go through all this stuff. But, <laughs> I mean, the, the reason why I chose it is because, first of all, it's a two-seater. It's a mid-engine. It's American <laughs> muscle. It's going to sound fantastic. It's, it's not American True. muscle. It, it Hold looks on. great. It's not. We've what? talked about this. It's what? not American muscle. Why isn't it American? It's a, why? It's a European sports car. Because it's mid-engine? Yeah. Because not, it handles? Uh, does that mean the GT350 is not a muscle car? Because it can go. It's not a muscle car. I Ooh. never said muscle. It, I never said muscle. The GT350 is more 911 than it is regular Mustang. Okay. If you can go around a corner really fast and you don't die... A.K.A. Mustang into a crowd. It's not American <laughs> Mustang muscle. into a crowd. There's a reason that it's That's called. That's a new one. It's, 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 it is a legitimate term. It's, people call it Mustanging. It's because when, when people leave car shows in their Mustangs, and when everyone leaves car shows, they floor it and make the car sound loud. It is not an uncommon thing to see Mustangs break loose and shoot into crowds. True. Does that mean with the new Mach E Mustang, we're not going to see any more crowd bowling? No, that's why because no one wants to make any noise. It's why it's not a, it's not a Mustang. We've already discussed. It's true. If, if your Mustang isn't prepared to murder civilians when you drive, oh my. 
It's like the C8 isn't a muscle car. The 350 isn't a muscle car. The the 500 is definitely a muscle car. That car is going to kill you. Fine. It's American made. Um, I would definitely choose the the biggest option that we could get with the C8, obviously. Yeah, you Um, get the ZR1 package, which adds like 20 horsepower, a louder exhaust, some other bells and whistles. Some other bells and whistles stuff. It's pretty – it's not even – I think you can spend – like at most twenty thousand dollars more, more on yeah. a base one, and some of that's like kind of like well, let's put some carbon fiber accents and, on it for ten grand. And <laughs> my of. my thought on this choice around of vehicles that we're choosing was that this one is more of like your fun driver, not like yeah, it's you don't drive, you but, literally don't, but drive you don't it have to drive it every day, yeah. but you can sometimes like. If we're doing the Colorado based thing, like yeah. this is something that you could drive for a good six months. It's out true, of the and year. the price range, and you can take the top the, off, the, and the price range. The is price good. range is where it's at. The, I, I actually think the company who makes it is a big factor in in your longevity of driving. Right, I would be more comfortable driving the C8 in the winter when maybe the roads aren't perfect, and you know I'm risking breaking it. It's like it's just a Chevy. Like they're gonna figure out how to fix it i'm that's the thing i'm still most excited to hear about is the first person who breaks it and what that bill's gonna be because mm, yeah, it's like if, if chevy really comes out it's like yeah we can't actually fix it like they pull a tesla like it's too complicated to know what none of our tech style to fix it it's like that's gonna it's gonna be i'm gonna laugh yeah that's you guys you guys are always so worried about maintenance you need to buy <laughs> cars with your it. heart I wanna, not with your mind i want to drive it <laughs> well i did so this and is my put, car you could put golf clubs in it I can, uh, multiple I, I golf believe, clubs. I believe, I, think trunk, I believe the trunk takes two golf clubs. Yeah, they did a test on it. Yeah. Also, Perfect. it's a Motor Trends car of the year, it by is. the way. That so. seems aggressive because no one's actually driven it. You, how do you name a car of a year and it's not on the street yet? Dude, read a book. Randy Pope's just <laughs> drove it. <laughs> read a book. <laughs> driving yeah. it go to on Motor a, Trend. Driving I'm not allowed a, to say this, but go to MotorTrend.com <laughs> yeah. and read it. Driving it on a track and like getting it for like a week and then like being like, it's the best car of the year. That's ridiculous. Like that's like I get like and obviously they do it because it's like everyone's already reading about the C8. So when they come out and say, we think this is the best car. Yeah, that's good press for them. Mm-hmm. I get why they do it. Mm-hmm. I think it's just like that's way too jumping the gun. You're just drinking some haterade you need, over there. You need <laughs> solid. You need hundreds, if not thousands of people driving it daily to Fair. say if it's a good car. Fair. But well, how how likely is it going to be like, oh, this car is crap? I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of new stuff. I, th- I think the oil pan kind of makes me nervous. Like, it's like, it is. It's like, it's just like, they're like, we're going to do a new oil pan that makes it great around the track because the keeps the oil in the engine. It's like, yeah, it's but a that's not a new thing, oil but system. It's been around yeah, forever. Yeah. I was just going to say, it's been shit, in racing forever. New shit, even if it's been around forever, the Tesla can't. It's race proven. Tesla can't fix their own cars and cars have been around for like 200 goddamn years. <laughs> so it's just like. I think that's so, more about the manufacturer, how young the manufacturer is versus. It, well, that's my point is the C8 is a lot of new for, for Chevy. It's not a lot of new. There's almost nothing new about it. If you look at cars. Right. There's nothing like there's nothing like oh my god no super ever, advanced yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. it's it's almost all new for Chevy and that I think I, I, there's gonna be something there. I there's I I would be surprised if there wasn't a recall at some point for this vehicle well whether it's like just like a bolt like I, which happens all the time if or we if can find a dealer in town that we can get a test drive in 
let's do that because yeah. I would like to test drive this. Mm-hmm. But All right, Jeff. This is my fun driver. I like it. Good choice, Jeff. What's your what's ready your, for mine? Again, mm-hmm. you guys are probably going to make fun of me, but I choose the Lotus Evora for Oh, God. What? It's fine. Yeah. It's, it's fine. a weekend driver. It's your weekend driver. I like small cars. Because car, you'll only cars. be able to drive it on the weekend because it won't be working during the weekdays. Okay. You know what? <laughs> That's false because it has a Toyota sourced 3.5 liter V6 supercharged. So what do you think of that? Oh, That's why a, I don't like it. It has a Camry engine. Uh, Jeff, are you saying this car is so cool it has a Toyota engine? <laughs> yes, that's exactly what he's oh, trying yeah. to There's make as nothing, a statement here. Okay, coming from the guy who's so worried about a dry sump oil system <laughs> because true. of its reliability. It's and, and I'm saying this has a Toyota sourced engine. And we're he's just like, gonna, oh, we're just like giving, reliability and dependability is <laughs> cool. <laughs> we're, just, we're just giving you a hard time because... I know because it's a great car. Yeah, it's a Lotus. It is. Lotuses have probably the longest history of not working. So it's going to work. And, and it's, and it's yeah. just funny that their solution to make it a Lotus work is just to put a Toyota engine in it. Hey, to, hey, put, I, to put the Supra engine in it. I, I like Lotuses. I, I do too. It, it's a driver's they're, car. God, they're so pretty. Lotuses are so pretty. They're the best of the small type cars. And like really is, it conver- is it a convertible? No, but you can you can, you can take, get one in a cover well. But um, what yeah, what like is that. that? What engine is that? So it's the it's a three point five liter uh, Toyota sourced V six supercharged. Supercharged. Okay. So I purposely wanted to pick a car that was light and nimble, mm-hmm. and I wanted to pick Here. a car that was that had forced induction because of the altitude. You already kind of drive one of the best fun cars, so I get where this is coming from. Like this is just like. Looking at this car and reading its specs and like you know haha Toyota engine, all of this just screams I'm a faster Miata and I look prettier than a Miata. I'm a faster mid-engine Miata. Yeah, I'm a fat. I'm just a better Miata. Which if if you can take the Miata and make it better, then it's like you've hit the fun. Exactly. The Miata is already fun and pretty much the only thing we complain about with the Miata is we just wish it had more horsepower. That's what everyone says. Like, well, just maybe, give it more maybe. horsepower. Yeah, a little bit more. It doesn't. I'll, I'll be solving that sh- yeah. shortly, though. <laughs> You're gonna enjoy the supercharged ranks. I, I will. I, I mean, Lotus was just an interesting manufacturer for me. Um, I agree a little bit. Like electrical problems always, but they do have this mindset of this is hold also on, hold on. Again, they do have that. They do have this mindset of like this really light and a medium size, but powerful enough. They care more about uh, what your displacement is than they care about the horsepower, which I find very attractive nowadays where it's like, who cares about, you know, you having 591 horsepower, you know, your displacement a, yeah. is 10 to one because it's a huge beast of a, of a SUV. Yeah. You so, mean power to weight ratio? Yeah, power yeah. to weight. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. So, I like, I like smaller displacement cars. Why, why else would you, why else did you choose the Lotus? Why? I mean, Lotus has an impeccable racing pedigree. <laughs> they look fantastic. God, they, they're, they're, Even though it's a Camry engine, it sounds great. It's light. It's nimble. It's perfect for Colorado roads. Mm-hmm. And they're unique. You don't see them often. This is, yeah. this, that's a good and point. That's I, good like point. Like I, like the, I like the because choice. That's a good point. They have a six-speed manual option. Yeah, I do like that. Which the Corvette does not. Yeah. So. All right. <laughs> that is That is fair. Uh, we'll go to yeah. my car. Go to yours, Alex. Yeah, mine's nobody pretty, wants to hear mine's yours. Mine's pretty boring, <laughs> especially next to yours. That was your twos. But I picked the BMW M2 Competition. Oh, that's not boring. Which I is, dig that. It's. I actually think it's like 
it feels like the most practical of, of our the three cars, which makes it the most boring. Because it's like it's almost a daily driver in Colorado. Like it's, it's true. It's pretty close. Some blizzacks away from being one. Yeah, it's like <laughs> the competition. It's pretty close to it where you could daily drive it. There'd probably just be like a few days where it's like I'd die if I drove it today. Well, in your defense, it's one of the few cars you can fit into. This one was a tough so. one for me because I think really I have, I had two options, which was either the, the M2 Ooh. competition or it was the GT350. Because I love that. But I was like, I kind of just like the Beamer. I don't know. If I really had to pick, they're about the same price uh, if you spec out the 350 a little bit. But the the, the Beamer's just going to be nicer. Like the interior is going to be nicer. That's my big issue with just Fords in general. Is like as fun as like the 350 is, as fun as the Raptor is, you sit inside of it and you're just like, it's almost Toyota old at this point. Oh. <laughs> I still think I is and, and the new Toyotas actually look pretty good on the inside because they've updated a lot of it. True. Is the BMW? Does it have? Uh, are they solid gauges or is it a, that a display? In I the, believe no. the competitions. I think you can pay for the digital. Digital, and they might offer the gauges. My only thing is BMW is slacking a little bit on the interiors compared to like They're Mercedes yeah. and no, like. I agree. Um, yeah. You know Lexus and all these other yeah. car, but car this is like this is just the competition is just such a pure sports car. I think it. I think the competition still only comes in a six speed manual, much what's, like the GT350. Yeah, yeah. What's, which I love. I love when it's like you can only have this. You can, manual. yeah. They're like, screw no, you. <laughs> we made it this way. You better have it this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like I, I appreciate when car companies are like, this is how you drive our car, and it's sometimes we're grumpy about that, like the C8, where it's like it's a it's a eight speed flappy paddle and it's yep. like oh that's a bummer and they're like deal with it and then it's but then we get things like the competition in the 350 where it's, it's only manual sucks to suck <laughs> so i don't know but those were if i had to pick it would be one of those two cars but i think i'd lean more towards if i really had to pick and sit down i think i would lean towards a little more luxury okay than i would performance i think performance wise they're probably pretty close um, like if you were to take it on a track, I bet they, I bet the competition might even take it. Maybe it might, I think, we but need that to figure out, but it also, it also comes to that we displacement. It's also that displacement. The GT350 has got a monster. Oh, yeah. It's just oh, huge. huge. <laughs> it's, it's just bought massive and it's not, it's not going to be a fun, like Miata kind of ish drive of like light sports car. And the, yeah. even though the M2 still really doesn't even qualify as that still a hell of a lot lighter engine so you're it's kind of the difference between you know the 5.0 mustang and the the ecoboost mustang like it's just like it's such a different car because of the weight of the engine in the front it's like it's just like nimble versus brute yeah as right. long as you just don't look at the front part of the car yeah. you're good but it doesn't really matter because people are like the 350 is as good as a 911 some people literally say i don't believe that i think that's a ludicrous thing to say honestly do you I know my 911 over a 911 do you know I, 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 do you know my 911 goes could, at you to zero like, to 16 2.8 seconds because yeah, just FYI. yeah well Grant, you could also you go zero to you could also you could also, so I do. you could also buy yourself a 350 and probably your two best friends a 350 instead of your 911 so Although yeah. Graham has very clearly stated that he wants a car so he could have no friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to have friends. I want one person along the ride, and that's Isn't it. it. It's, so such then, a, it's such a weird thing to think about, though. Like, if you like, like if I had enough money to go buy a 911 and I wasn't a freaking ogre, like if, when I get to the dealership and I'm paying two hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars for a Porsche, I wonder if I'd ever think to myself like, or I could go to Ford and buy like six 350s. 
and me and my friends could have a really fun time. Or you could have a power wagon, a 911, a C8. A Raptor. And a Raptor. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it's a funny thing when you think about really expensive cars. And it's like, oh, I'd love a Lamborghini, a V12, naturally aspirated, $400,000 car. It's yeah. like, that'd be great. But then it's like, then you think for a second, it's like, or I could buy... 20 really good cars. See, I don't know if you want to go 20. See, I think there's a limit on the amount that I would buy. I think four would probably be my amount. But you like, for the amount you could pay for like a Lamborghini, you could like buy one car for each day of the month. <laughs> you could just drive one car. That's true. If you can afford yeah. a Lamborghini, <laughs> Which you can great. also still buy one car. True. For that's that's, that's, that's what we're trying the, to get that at. That is the other too. thing. Yeah. yeah. If you have enough money to not even. Because a big thing is. People buy Lamborghinis, but they can't afford the maintenance. So if you can buy a Lamborghini and afford the maintenance, there's probably a good chance you can also just buy everything else. Well, because you have Again, to redo. The maintenance. Well, so I, mean, maintenance. I mean, you have to get tired, new tires. And those tires <laughs> yeah, cost. Put new brakes on a Lamborghini or $20,000. Yeah, I'm a little worried about the maintenance, well, As long as you don't let me drive it, you won't need oh, new tires I'm, or I'm brakes. S- I'm slightly worried about the maintenance. The tires <laughs> themselves are 4000 to like $8,000. Yeah. Just the tires <laughs> we're talking about here. That's the cra- that's the crazy stuff that people yeah, don't know I win. when they buy. That's all crazy expensive sports cars. It's like it's the stupid stuff like that where it's like, yeah, your tires are like ten grand, brakes are eight grand, you know, oil changes are fifteen hundred dollars. Tires aren't ten grand. No, you but can get you can have tires that are ten grand. Insurance? I bet insurance on a nine eleven is a nightmare compared to no on a nine eleven. I bet it's a nightmare. No, I, I bet I bet it's so. Expensive. I bet you like we'll bet lunch on this. We'll look it up later. <laughs> okay. Well, well, we can or we can just call one of our insurance. We're calling Geico later. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Who do you have for insurance, Graham? Uh, I think I have Geico. Yeah. You have Geico. Yeah, It'd be yeah. interesting if we both called because I have Liberty. Uh-huh. If we both called and see see how much for. Where did you get the, where did you get that? That's more, that's more than my, I don't believe my that. car payment and and insurance costs. <laughs> the insurance of a I have a perfect driving record. So, well, besides one speeding ticket. <laughs> that's funny. I just haven't been caught. I think your nose is growing. I haven't been yeah. caught. No wonder we can't hear you in the no, microphone. I haven't you gotta been put caught. Your nose oh my bad. Uh, the cuz it's growing. I've actually only had one speeding ticket. Jeff, I see here in your notes that you've written down the Silverado 1500 Duramax. Why is that here explained? Well, that was part of uh, that was part of the. I was thinking about naming that as my best daily driver because if you live in Colorado, you like that. You like the Duramax. You like over like yeah, the, the MPGs. Are you kidding me? Over, Full size trucks over, are luxurious. Over like the, the reliable, the Cummings. You'd rather have the Silverado Duramax. The over, 1500 Duramax, the little diesel. Yeah, you'd rather mm-hmm. have. The I like the little diesel. D. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Ram Little the Diesel has not a great history. <laughs> like yeah. the new ones, yeah. I've already had to recall because they catch on fire. Right, which is you know a quality you really want in a brand new 2019 car. Is they could catch yeah. on fire sometimes. But the Ram, the big diesel yeah, Cummings big are diesel. good. Yeah. yeah, those are good too. Yeah, but I just thought it might. No, be, no, that's a good if one. You're I like that. From like Fort Collins to Denver every day. A lot of highway miles, and you want a full-size truck, you can tow. And let's be honest. It's something I've thought about because, again, I want the power wagon, but I'm planning to move really far away, and it's like, God, I wish it 
had the diesel so I could just get better gas mileage. Well, and let's be honest, like if we're talking yeah, about practical daily yeah. drivers in Colorado, you need something that has a good four wheel drive and something that can four wheel drive or all wheel drive is like you pretty yeah. much have to. Jeff disagrees. He has he has a Miata and he's like it's he's gonna say it's totally fine year round except. Jeff constantly doesn't drive the Miata in the winter. You constantly come to work in a relative's SUV that has all-wheel drive. Yeah, because, because you would you live 10 feet away from the office, Jeff, and you'd still die a horrible death in the Miata. <laughs> <laughs> that's false. I just can't afford Blizz X because you guys aren't following us. <laughs> oh, just kidding. Yes. Tell, them to, just kidding. tell them to like the channel. Yeah, yeah please like and subscribe our yeah. channel. Yeah. Um, it we helps to, save us from our day jobs. Also, this is what gets us through the week. We should have whoever I hope wants. the management's not listening to this. <laughs> they should uh, They should vote on who did the best job picking the vehicles, too. Right, yeah, you guys exactly. want to quickly talk about kind of what our next thing was, which was kind of just like really good drives in Colorado for people. I know we've kind of talked about this before naturally mm-hmm. of like, you know, where I've gone, where Jeff's gone. I don't think there's any drive in – oh, okay, that's wrong. Any side east of 25? Um, if you drive towards think, the Rocky Mountains, it's yeah. pretty hard to have a bad drive. That's what I'm trying to say. Unless like, you anyway. like take the highway, uh, and even the highway, like taking the Eisenhower Highway, right, right, going yeah, through 70. the tunnel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's probably one of the worst drives you can take in Colorado. But that tunnel, but imagine it's st- taking it's still spectacular. <laughs> oh, imagine taking that AMG that we have and going through Should that we tunnel. Just go rip? You're not supposed to tell them we have an <laughs> oh, AMG. Oh my yet. bad. Well, they're not going to hear about it until later. Next episode, we can't. We have a GLC we, we 63 AMG. We definitely can't take a drone through the Eisenhower Tunnel or anywhere near the Eisenhower. No, no, no drones you can't. Drones you cannot at well, all. Well, we like those. We like those big, beautiful, sweeping views, and we're not we going to we're not going to do it when like no, half just, the police force is parked at the Azar Tunnel. You just don't do you don't take the drone out, but you yeah. can easily. I yeah, we that can be, we can I we, we can talk it's about not it. It's that far so, either, so that, yeah. But anyways, yeah. Since so you since you transplants don't know anything about our great state, <laughs> let me tell you something. I'd take that Lotus Evora four hundred up Squaw Pass, ooh, ooh. which is a classic car guy. That's a good one route. It goes up. Like to the Mount Evans Recreation Area. Yeah. Lots of really tight. Oh, I've taken that. That's a good oh, yeah, one. That's fan- a good one. Yeah. Fantastic ride. Um, goes by Echo Mountain. So mm-hmm. it's like not too far out of town. And yeah, if you guys are car people. Yeah, I'm definitely, one. as Jeff has said, I am a transplant. I am from New England. This I is know. my first year. Can't blame you for wanting living to live in here Colorado with as an us. adult. Yeah. And so I've been. I've been I've been crazily on the motorcycle trying to hit just the big name stuff, and yeah. which I've gotten through everything within like a 300 mile radius of Denver, like, or at least 300 miles east of Denver, I've pretty much done all the big stuff. So now I'm like finding the kind of obscure stuff or, right. I'm, or I'm starting to have to drive just 300 miles just to get, just to, to get to the yeah. part. Yeah. Cause the like, I still yeah. want to do the million dollar highway. I still yeah, want to do the, was the San Juan national forest. Oh, I love the it's, San Juan. It's supposed to be yeah. just spectacular, but it's like, it's 300 miles to get there. To and get then there. the national yeah. park is another 180 100 mile. miles. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, that's a big day. Sounds like you need an eight gallon tank. Yeah. I know, but Would no, you, you were. Great. I remember earlier this season you but were telling me too about Independence Pass. And Independence how Pass that was. is such a tourist thing. Although it didn't feel like it, but it's great. But I, I think I just went at a time where it wasn't that busy. Yeah. But it's. I mean, it goes literally to Aspen, which is like if if people can name anything from Colorado, like especially ski wise, they know what Aspen is. Um, you know, some people, most people will know Breckenridge. Even pretty much any drive to Breckenridge is going to be beautiful. I mean, you can take I-70. Or Steamboat. Steamboat is a very pretty drive. Um, 
I would say less pretty if you take the highway. Steam Pro, Steamboat gets really pretty if you take back roads to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's that's one of the best. It's one of the reasons I moved to Colorado. It's it's really hard if you go towards the Rocky Mountains. It's yeah, really to easy. Not, it's to find really a bad road. Yeah, it's hard to find a bad road. It's easy for, going the other way. And though. it's like you have so many options. And it's 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 like I mean even places that are not that great like they're just so touristy Breckenridge Aspen Vale Vale's beautiful like it's it's the most snobby place you've you'll ever <laughs> see in your life and it's like you'll see the highest concentrations of Lamborghinis and Ferraris in Colorado probably I bet that Aspen has so Vail I'm feet. thinking we need to but do a podcast from Vale or Aspen just to go car spot yeah it's true we could go, we could do a walking it's, podcast that'd be fun. yeah. Go, walking, go, 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 go driveway spotting. Yeah, yeah. driveway spotting. You guys Knock think on the that's door. A good see, idea. Let us know. Do a quick interview with the person. <laughs> Knock yeah. on the door. What do you what like do you, about your uh, your that, Lamborghini? That'd actually be pretty funny. I mean, we'd get shot probably eventually. Yeah. Well, but or uh, I guarantee. I bet the police anyway. would show up pretty quickly. But yeah, even Vale, where it's like, oh, I don't want to spend a minute in Vale because it's just so <laughs> it's just gross. How how wealthy have, it have is. You, okay, have you been to Telluride? Yeah, I have not. Okay, that as a coming from the guy who wants an R8 as a daily driver. Yeah, yeah. That is a great place. Yeah. You have great rides, uh, great like scenic views, yes. you have great like roads. Yeah. And it's not it's not pretentious, but it's that mountain. It is it's very that mountain. expensive though. It's yeah. expensive, but it's that mountain time mountain like town yeah. vibe that you got. Do you know what's yeah. a, a really good drive is going to Alma, which is the highest established uh, mm-hmm. city in North America. Which it's and it's I believe it's the town that actually South Park is made after. Which is most people think South Park is South Park, but it's not. South Park's like a mile away from downtown Denver, mm-hmm. and it's not. It's not even near the mountains. Yeah. And when you look at South Park, I mean it, it is, is, but it's not Frisco area South Park. It's yeah. like everywhere. It's a minute away. It's That's like two hours away. Yeah, yeah, every yeah, every everything's near the mountains, but um, but yeah, but the South Park is is actually after the. This ta- this kind of minor town right. in Colorado, and to get there, it's gorgeous. Like it the is. ride is it just, really is. and you can once you, the next town after it is Breckenridge, so that's a pretty classic ride for yeah. people to take. It's a good one, and it's it's God, it's so pretty. <laughs> it's just like I can't believe like I can just do this every day. Or even we've talked about like we like Deer Creek Canyon. Oh that's yeah, like, that's a good one. That's like, like thirty that. minutes away from yeah, us right it's now. Really quick, and true. It's, I, it is literally a better motorcycle drive than every motorcycle drive in New England. <laughs> <laughs> which is not arguable it's nonsense i mean there's good rides but our, especially but yes. in new hampshire i'm from new hampshire new hampshire is not a great state for motorcycle riding because it's all forest and it's pretty much just straight roads oh yeah um so like people are like the king of angus is the best drive it's a really pretty drive it's pretty it's a, it's the only mountain drive in new hampshire which is why people like it mm, okay but it's nice and curvy you get to go through mountains it's beautiful but it's like this is the best. And it's like, like I did it a few times there. I was like, this is amazing. And then I came here and like did Deer Creek Canyon. I was like, this is like, (laughs) (laughs) this is 15 minutes away from my house and it's 400 times better. better. Yeah, exactly. It's so much better. So it's, it's just funny where it's, there's a reason why there's so many transplants in Colorado. Oh yeah, I can never and, blame anyone and, for wanting and to And certainly live here. part of it is because marijuana is legal here. Let's not lie to ourselves. Oh, wow. But for, yeah, but this is not for, the Joe for Rogan me, experience. The, the literal <laughs> reason I moved to Colorado was cuz I wanted to drive my motorcycle in the mountains. And I've gotten to do that almost every weekend since I've lived here. And I haven't even thought once about moving back to New Hampshire. <laughs> Just like over my dead body. <laughs> 
You're more of thinking, thank God I didn't die on that mountain pass. Oh, it's true. In the best way possible. There's been there's been some moments. Oh yeah. <laughs> there's been some moments on the bike. Some of the mountains are pretty sketchy on the bike. Um, there's definitely some some there's especially when you get like Independence Pass is actually kind of sketchy on a motorcycle. It gets really thin. Like it gets like like it was clearly built when cars were a lot smaller. Uh, and so it's like when you're a motorcyclist and the car coming the other direction is just a standard F-150, you're like, I don't think we fit. <laughs> Again, why the Lotus is a great choice. Yeah. So it's small cars. I think a small car is, the small car is always a great choice for anything because <clears throat> your life's just going to be easier. As much as we like the C8 or I like the R8 mm-hmm. or I like the Power Wagon, these are terrible cars in downtown Denver. They're, I, I can't imagine the C8 is going to be a very fun car in, in downtown Denver. In, in the mountains of Colorado, it'll be great. Right. Because the roads are big. Yeah. There'll be, even independent well, th- in the C8, I think is going to be a little sketchy. You're right. The, like, the wide the wide nature of that car is going to be freaking even like horrible. The, even the C8 in, in the tech center where we are, like this is going to, the tech center is a little better. There's less people. The roads are nice and big. Yeah. But it's like. Once you start getting into like I have to parallel park territory and you're driving an R8, a C8, a power wagon, it's like boy, this is a power wagon. If I can afford, which is which is why I refuse to buy the power wagon without the 360 cameras. If I if I can afford a C8, I'm not going to be parallel parking. I'm going to be paying for parking. I'm going to drive through and I'm going to put on like, (laughs) and not even just affording it. I'm just going to be very like protective of that car. Yeah, right and. Both of my other cars have parking assist, so it could park it. The, both of the other cars could park does themselves. Does the C8 have parking assist? I don't know if I it does or it does. doesn't. I don't think it does. No, it's too I fancy. It doesn't need it. Yeah. 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 All right, anything else? What's, guys, our, what's well, our next thing? Want to talk about? Yeah, I just want to kind of give uh, our listeners a preview of what's to come since Graham couldn't contain his Whoa, whoa, whoa. We talked about it. Two episodes. I know. So I'm not teasing it. We have been teasing it. It's finally arrived. It's finally arrived. We took our first drive in the GLC 63 AMG, and boy, that it's, was so good. It's good. It's funny that we just drove it, and then we all sat down and picked cars that we would daily drive, mm-hmm. a fun car or something. This is a good daily drive. Uh, it fits it really all. Is. It really it, does fit all those boxes. It's not like it's not like a screaming score on all of the boxes, yeah. but like it would fit like a it, daily like driver. If you, did, like a, it if you did a one out of ten scale, it's at least I think a six. On daily driver, adventure, and fun car. Yeah, I would say like six to eight oh. on all of those. Like oh, between all of those. I like would the say daily eight, driver, I think is like an eight. I think like yeah, adventure maybe a little bit less. It's just, probably not. I mean, it's probably pretty good off road. It's just, I mean, it's it's and not a tall car. It's not gonna. It's super low. It's so low for it, an SUV. It, yeah, yeah, it's pretty low, and you can you can raise it. We yeah, actually I was gonna say we yeah, have yeah, it in the lowest yeah, setting. Yeah, yeah, but. But it's not a car you're going to rip off-road. It's not a rally car. But it, it's, and it's not a car you're necessarily going to rip on a track either. But, but once again... In Although the, it does have track performance on it, yeah. and you can race your track times if you really and, want to. In the, oh, and we're it, aware. In, the, kind of the theme, <laughs> in the theme of being in Colorado, some parts, sometimes of the year Colorado, it's just the entire state's off-road, right? Just right. driving to work oh, is yeah, off-road. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, this car totally passes. I think you can drive this car 365 days a year. And you will be yes. 100% happy the entire time. And there yeah. might be small things that you don't like about it. It will take you at least three months to get all of the like settings and oh, everything. Yeah. And the yeah. Pikes yeah. Peak size pile of speeding tickets you'll have. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to talk about yeah. that. Boys it fast. Yeah. 
Just don't get caught. Yeah, it's true. It's not illegal if you don't get caught. Exactly. Yep. You heard it here first. Heard it here first. Ocean drives. <laughs> How original of you guys. Yeah. But we're going to do some fun stuff with it. We are. It'll and be we'll, fun. We're going to we'll do have, some video with it. Yeah. We'll talk about so we'll it. Have some we'll talk about out. it more next podcast yeah. when yeah. we all have had a good amount of time in it. Yeah. And then I think we can really like break down because, right, Jeff and I literally just drove it. Yeah. 20 minutes ago. Yeah. It was our first time in it. And it was like, this is kind of hard to process. So. <laughs> I think coming uh, from like I think it's just the one thing that I have is like <laughs> one thing that I I did see about it and that I like about Mercedes and like some of these big manufacturers is it has a lot of the similar stuff different type of like material and other stuff but it has mm-hmm. a lot of the same like Mercedes feels so like if you drive a Mercedes you get into that you like Oh, I kind of know what this is. I kind of know where this is. Yeah, I kind of know where this is. Not that, I don't know how old your Mercedes is, but it's probably really not that much different. Than yeah, it's what it's you drive. four years old. It's four. It's, so it's, yeah. it's going to be different. So it's a yeah. it's yeah. it's different enough, but not same, that different. Same same language though. Yeah, yeah, very similar. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice interior. I liked it. It wasn't like. It didn't, oh, no. it didn't over impress me. Those, like I didn't like sit in it. And I'm like, oh my god. Oh my god. I but it's did. like those seats are re- the seats are really no, nice. Those yes. seats are super nice because yeah. not only are they like <laughs> they have multiple functions and all that other stuff. They have heat seats. The only thing it doesn't have is a cool seats, but it which probably is weird has a because setting. the seats look like they're they do they're, they're perforated. Perforated, yeah. which typically means cooled. Yeah, but they didn't have that. I don't know. Maybe if that's an option, it's that probably just an wasn't option. Ticked yeah. on this one, but it, it like hugs you. Like my seats are like really nice oh, we found a but, setting that was real weird but like it like kind of goes like this and then like the oh yeah the bottom seat thing that was save it oh we'll save it but okay. boy, there's a setting that jeff and i discovered while we were driving that was weird is it on the side or is it in the info we, i had to dig into the settings okay i know exactly it was, it was like I know a permanent is. setting yeah and boy when we turned it on it was like what is that massaging seats <laughs> no, right? no, 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 no 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 weirder we're, we're gonna talk about it next okay time. okay so we gotta we gotta save some yeah yeah josh is telling us to to hold back yeah. hold ourselves back we got more to talk about well guys what do you say we just wrap this one up and uh it's a pretty good move that's on a, with our lives yeah, good good oh let's do let's do hit them uh next podcast we are going to be talking about uh gonna have a march madness thing for uh cars yes like yes. a bracket bracket for top car of 2020 awesome. exactly Go. that'll be fun okay guys just want to say uh, not only thanks for coming to work, but mm. thanks to Josh for uh, letting us do this whole thing. It's a whole heck of a lot of fun. Uh, Fiat Chrysler Automobiles because they let us play with some cool stuff. Yep, uh, We're getting more from them, so stay tuned. Also now Mercedes, which they've been nice enough to let us play with some of their cars. And OurCommunityNow.com, where you can hear more on our thoughts on cars, culture, um, driving in Colorado, food, and more. And if you like what you see, Again, I can't stress it enough. Please subscribe and hit the little bell so that we can incessantly annoy you with all of our new content. All right, guys. I'm your host, Jeff Herbert. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Peace out. Peace. This has been Ocean Drives, brought to you by Our Community Now. Please visit us at ourcommunitynow.com and check out them socials.